You are now listening Out of Pocket with Vincent and Juwan. Yes, sir. You want to introduce our new guest today, Juwan? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I've been trying to get my brother on for the longest, man. You know, this pandemic, though, man. Pandemic and shit. You know, I'm mad excited. We got my dog Jerris over here, man. You know, man. I've been telling y'all about this almost every episode. Mm-hmm. I applied some on during an episode. Really? I was like, hold on, y'all boys. My hands a little ashy. Every time I be hacking them up for this episode. So, man, talk to the people, man. How I you been? Absolutely glad to be here. Finally. Yeah. Finally. It's been literally quite some time. Uh, but we here now. You know, pandemic stopped a lot of things. But it don't stop us, so... I'm glad to be here, man. Definitely glad to talk about anything. We're we'll talking about. Well, I'm here with it. Fiji sponsor. Man, y'all trying to tell you, man. Fiji sponsor, y'all see it, man. I'm trying to tell you. Three camera setups. Sponsors, though. We moving on up slowly, but surely. And we're going to get a lot of press out Still, there. shout out to Anchor for, you know, accepting us. Yeah, man. We, we going to shout out Anchor every time we get up. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anchor FM, we on there? Yeah. Finally. Apple Podcast yeah. next. Spotify. Spotify. Oh, we, we are on everything. iHeartRadio. It's, we got, what, seven now? Seven platforms we on? Seven platforms. Seven, That's eight platforms. Plus the, uh, YouTube. So we, yeah. We booming. Oh, we doing Officially, it. we booming, man. Amazing. I see billionaires. Every time we have somebody on here, I always say we got billionaires and millionaires in here. But this is a definite billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> this is a definite This is a trillionaire billionaire. table. Trillionaire. No billionaire. Trillionaire. Big money. Big money. So... We start this new segment and we're trying to get it popping. So we gonna I feel like this is the greatest time to start it. We're gonna start shouting out black owned businesses. Um, you got one for oh, I got one for the day. Oh, go okay. Ahead. Let me hear what you so got. this is me coming here to, you know, shoot. Okay. Uh I, I think I started the trickle down effect too. Mm-hmm. So it was me just, you know, driving and then it was a kid selling M Ms. Okay. Shout out to okay. that kid. Uh, you know, I just seen him. I'm like, how much for one bag? I think he said a dollar, so I gave him three fifty. Look at you. Yeah, so shout out to him. Shout out to all them, every black person that's hustling on the street trying to get that dope, bro. So. The only reason I even am like the businessman I am today is because I started doing that. Oh, like, I think that's where a lot of businessmen start. Yeah. <laughs> they start there. Elementary school and some chips. But yeah, man, so my business. The business of the day. Now, I think, don't get me wrong. I hope this is right. I don't want to look at my phone. We're going to sneak and slay. It is going to be eyelashes, you know, the whole minx and all that stuff like that. I follow her on Instagram, Megan. Follow her on Instagram. So big shout out to her. She's been moving, like, what's up about drug dealers? How they be moving weight now? <laughs> she be moving weight. They mm-hmm. have lashes and shit. You know, everybody got a little lash line or whatever. You know, everybody starts up. But her shit pushing, like, pushing, pushing, pushing. Boxes and boxes and boxes. So big shout out to her, man. I hope she listens because we're going to get her on one day, hopefully. And her friends. Uh, you know, she got, like, Yes. You know, we black on too, so yeah, I gotta shout all of, all of us out. Um, 
Press Meals. That's a food delivery company. Um, they're doing amazing. Oh my goodness. Meal prep, but gourmet meal prep. Mm. Oh, seven or eight. Okay. okay. <laughs> Press English like that. Meals on IG. I'm telling you, follow them. You're gonna find out why they are the way they are. So yeah, I, that's that's all mine for right now. Yeah. Got a list, but. Alright, you good. We're gonna put them all in the post and we know we post this thing out so everybody be on the lookout for them journals. You know what I mean? Like, we gotta support each other. If we don't support each other, who will? Right. True, true, true. Always, man. And that's a perfect segue into the topic of the day. We're gonna talk about black entrepreneurship, mm. black, you know, financial stability, and also black financial literacy. Because I don't feel like a lot of us black people know about how to save our money, how to budget our money. True. So right. I feel like having you here. It's a perfect opportunity to kind of get them on the right track if they aren't already on the right track and learn some stuff that they don't already know. Absolutely. Oh, man. Man. Oof. I'm ready for that topic. Well, Let's do it, man. I was meaning to talk about that. Let's do it. Um, yeah. So. How do y'all feel about, like, black entrepreneurs? Do y'all feel like they are can be more successful than their white counterparts? Do y'all feel like that's a, a thing? Even if we're behind the eight ball in society, do you feel like we can catch up to them at some shape or form eventually? Hmm, that's a big one. Uh, hey, you got me thinking now, shit. For Fuck. me personally, I believe yeah. Um, so I don't think I think it's a very pale comparison to say you know black entrepreneurs can't be successful or black entrepreneurs can't be as successful. Um, obviously we have a lot of um, barriers as opposed to you know Caucasian or any other counterpart really. Especially when it comes to like banks. So when it comes down to nitty gritty, right? When you're a black entrepreneur, when it comes to yeah. business, there's several things that are taking place when you're starting a business, right? So funding is probably your number one priority when, when having a business. Um, and the reason that I believe black entrepreneurs have it a little worse is because we already general, general, generationally speaking, we were already at like behind the ball. Like mm-hmm. banks did not give us loans. Banks don't support black-owned businesses until we had the movement, like, last year, 2016, yeah. you know, when when all of these people were dying. Shout out, to the, shout out to the people getting PPP loans. But, yeah, so I think it's more so about knowing the proper channels to get those funding because as, um, like, one of my favorite interviews um, is by the person who bought out the Weather Channel. Uh, mm. Oh, I, I, on, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm going to search it up and I'm going to bring it back. But he spoke on the fact that there's money out here, period, right? There's billions and billions and trillions of dollars out here for any entrepreneur. It's just a means of how do we get it? How do we bring mm. access to these millions and billions of dollars? And what our counterpart knows better than what we know is because they have channels based on their family's wealth mm-hmm. or based on what they've had previously. You know, so they can easily grant access because they can go to banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the same credit score mm-hmm. and grant a uh, $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 loan for their business as opposed to us who has, I believe it's, you got to check, you got to fact check. I think it's like a 30% difference in the, the rates that we get approved. Black. 
if you have anything, you know, down the line, you can definitely redo that. Like, no, nah, well, I'm here now. I ain't gonna be back. Like, For real. If you're telling me I can do this back later on, then why can't I do it now? Yeah, man. It's, it's a trip. Absolutely. Uh, corporate America, or even Bank of America, do people like us, black people. Always. Uh, I don't got much to say. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> just look at me. You just looked at me. I'm like, damn. I don't even have nothing much to say. Tell you, man. I'm in my bag on this episode. I was sitting there thinking, I wasn't smoking this time. But I was in my bag thinking, yeah. I was like, damn, what would be a really good topic? What would be like really shit to bounce off? And that was one, I was like, that is the one. Mm. And I'm like, which um, black entrepreneur you look for, um, like look to like as inspiration? Um, so there is several. Um, so I, I draw inspiration from people who are really close to me. So I have yeah. family who I look up to, mm. like my sister, like my brother. You know, they run their own businesses. Um, mm. But also from a higher perspective, uh, um, let me actually let me tell you exactly who because I, I have names that I, that I follow. Um, I feel you. So he's my inspiration. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you. Me? Yeah, you. When really? We, when, yeah. we put, when we started the podcast, I was like, yeah, no, I'm trying to get like him. Like I'm trying to get like I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Right. Billy Jean, one of the Billy Jean mm-hmm. marketing. I look up to him as well. I mean, he is a brilliant marketing genius who approved millions, if not billions, of dollars. Um, Billy Genius Marketing. I think he retired recently, but a black home, a black man, black entrepreneur who who reigns in on uh, marketing. So that was really good. Um, And then. Let me let me let me pull up the guy like I was telling you about before because I I watched so many of his interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, who bought the Weather Channel? That's a big move, though. Like, could you imagine getting up in the morning and be like, "Yeah, you know what I'm gonna do today? Buy the Weather Channel." I'm gonna buy the Weather Channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Byron Allen. Yes. Yeah. Byron Allen. Oh my goodness, yo, he's amazing. He is so inspirational. I love it. I his love story it. is like numerous black people. Numerous black kids with a mom, mm-hmm. you know, working four or three jobs. You know, he's coming home, not don't have food, mm-hmm. and he's just working every busting day, guys. getting leverage. You know, but yeah, right, busting his behind, and it took mm-hmm. years. You know, I think it was what 10, 15, and twenty years, and now mm-hmm. he's at a point where he can buy an entire network. You know how crazy that is. And, uh, money, you have the amount of wealth you have to have right. to buy the weather channel. Like, not just, you know, the shit that be showing the right. weather, but the whole the network. Whole entire weather. I think I he raised, like, $1.2 billion or something like that. Billion. Right. Not, that's what it'd be. Not, Big boy B. Not million, but billion. <laughs> like, billion. Capital B. Capital B. B. I. Like, right. Mm-hmm. That is mind-boggling to me. Talking about, but, I love it. I don't know. I would, hey, anyone that's watching this podcast, anybody that's a black entrepreneur, I would look up Byron Allen's story. Like, actually search up his story. Do your research. A hundred percent. It is so inspirational. And it also he gives you a lot of insight. He has a, he has a breakfast club. Um, he has a breakfast club interview that he was just giving, you know, $50, 50 million worth of, worth of game. Yeah, as that Wally and Gilly would say. For free. For free. For free. For the love. For the love. So absolutely, yeah, for sure. So what do you think about the Breakfast Club overall? Like, 
as speaking of it, like just go on a little tangent. What do you think about Breakfast Club as a cultural network almost? Like, do you feel like they're they can be toxic? Do you feel like they can be, you know, I think appropriate? They have a boss they have to answer to. True. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. So the reason I say that is because the media and you know, you just do your own research, mm-hmm. but the media is very uh it's kind of like it runs on, you know, opinion. It mm-hmm. runs on shade. It runs on toxicity. Mm-hmm. Like, the media is literally built to keep people interested. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good stories are good, but they're not going to keep people interested and tuned in. People like scandal. True. You know, people like outlandish things mm-hmm. and commentary. So I think what, what they do really well is taking what people won't say mm-hmm. and saying it. Like, Charlamagne the God, he acts a very... Uh-huh. Very wild questions mm-hmm. that probably shouldn't be asked, but he does it. Gets shock value, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're you're on the Breakfast Club and it That's goes viral. True, I agree. I, I think it's the same thing. Like we listen to it. Well, he used to listen to it in the casino all the time, like in the cage. You pop on, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as it crack a dog, yeah. like, they right. gonna listen Breakfast to club in the morning. Yeah. In the morning, in the morning, yeah, this shit popping, and you be listening to it, you be like. That was wild. That was wild. Why you actually like such like why you such a thing when I started getting a little older and thinking about it, I'm like, no, that makes sense. You yeah. have to any publicity is good publicity. If they're talking right. about your show in any shape or form, that's good. Because now some people are gonna watch it. Yep. Breakfast Club, what is that? Well, I wanna see if you're gonna say something else crazy. Yep. If he said that last week, imagine he's gonna say this what week. Exactly. I heard they got Chris Brown coming on. Like, is he gonna ask him, hey, so what happened with you and Rihanna, bro? Did you really like soccer shit? Like, no, and that's the thing. Like, why would you <laughs> ask these type of questions? But it's also like, everyone is kind of wondering those questions. So it's like, out of respect, do you, do you say something that, like, for instance, I, the one thing I love about The Breakfast Club is that they know when they messed up. Mm-hmm. And for instance, uh, Charlemagne, you know, was coming at, uh, Monique. I don't know if you know about the oh, Monique yeah, Netflix yeah, scandal. Yeah. I love that interview because Monique was not happy. Amazing. At all. Zero. At all. She was like, Leonard? <laughs> no, I'm not calling you Charlotte. <laughs> God. Leonard. That's your mother. Your mother gave you that name. That's what I'm going to call you. But she was just straight on. He came out and apologized. And, you know, but I think, I think the Breakfast Club can be very toxic. I think we need to hold them accountable mm-hmm. for the things that they say. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we also have to understand, like, it's their job mm-hmm. to add shock value to the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't want them to play gatekeepers, but at the same time, like, I understand. It's, it's the media, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's kind of their job. So, I was watching Lakeith, like, that boy back, you know, he had, you know, Mr. Tech But no, go with the Lakeith, man. I, yeah, I hate that one. That's what I'm about to get into, so. I've been watching that interview. Looking at Lakeith, like, I love Lakeith, like, love him. And I right. see both sides. Stanfield. Yeah, I see both sides. He's like, y'all. He's the actor and get out. By yes, the way. If, if anybody who didn't know. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of movies. Oh, the Judah and the Black Messiah. Judah and the Black Messiah is the most recent movie that Atlanta with Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, that shit was funny. Darius. Yeah. I love that show. But yeah, um, I can see both sides. So he was basically saying, like, hey, y'all are toxic. Y'all don't do nothing like a lot for the black community. Y'all bring us down more than lift us. Right. But they do both. And he's like, oh, we do both sides, but I also get where they're coming from. They're like, it's our job. Like you were saying before, it's their job to do that. Like, 
they have to be different. Right. If, they, if they're like that, they would be just like um, how Ricky Smiley used to be. Right. It would be right. just a younger Ricky Smiley. And he would kind of want to stray from that because he's a legend, he's an icon. You know, even like the Tom Jordan Morning Show, it's right. like they already uplift us all the way. Like that's their lane. You don't want to kind of jump in their lane. Or the Steve Harvey Show. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you don't want to jump in their lane and then you don't have your own identity. So I kind of like what they're doing in a sense. But like you said, we've got to hold them accountable. We also got to understand it's a difference. Uh, it's I also job. believe that all of the people that we named prior, like Tom Joyner, uh, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, they weren't working in the same entertainment mm-hmm. as Chapman. I mean, not Chapman, but uh, uh, see, I said toxicity. <laughs> was so toxic, guys. Yo, that is the it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh Media takeout. <laughs> Media takeout. Media takeout. I had to unfollow both of those. I was like, this what? is horrible. This is bad. Young black man slaps you, young black girl. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time I think out, media takeouts ran by a white man. Has to be. Has to be. 100% has to be. Has to be. There's no real. other way. And who owns Breakfast Club? A white man. man iHeartRadio. They understand. Uh, radio. They understand. Oh, they, still. Uh, we, we, you know, they're like our one of our hosts. Oh, that's yeah, true. true. We love iHeart. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we get y'all. We get y'all. But on the topic, yeah, yeah. Topic ahead. Like they be doing some wild stuff. They have some wild shows on there that you be like, okay, that was out of pocket. Like I don't know why would you say something. That makes no sense. And they're like, yeah, post. We need that. Yeah, yeah. You keep on doing it. Do it again. Another one. I don't know. Ever since I've dived into marketing and understanding like what it is to market understanding audience, target audience, demographics, everything like that. I've learned a lot about why people do the things that they do, like in entertainment. But everything in life is marketing. Every Mm. single thing in life is marketing. You don't even realize it, but marketing is like, you have to, Mm -hmm. you have to do it. Like there's, you won't, you can't run away from marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have a business, you gotta market it. If you're listening to Shade Room or if you're listening to Breakfast Club, it's marketing. So True. all of the things that you're hearing is serving you some service or a product. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, like that's just the way it's strategic, it is. man. Right. Strategic. Like this Walmart um, truck that's passing by right now. Just yeah. right. Because you would never know. You would never think of Walmart if they didn't have the stamp on the side. For real. Just be like, well, this another truck driving by. And subconsciously, you probably mm-hmm. would be like, oh, I need to go to Walmart oh, later on, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> That's like, so I look at Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, and every time there's a sports thing on, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Yep. But they know mm. why, because it's wing sports beer. They want you to come wing in and be sports. like, yeah, next time I watch this game, I should go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, they got a million TVs. Yep. I can get beer and I can get food. Oh, yeah, I'm there next time. It's they be Super Bowl weekends, man. Yo. Super Bowl, the finals. Public speed. March Madness, all the kids. I would, I tell them Buffalo Wild Wings like twice. I just can't go back. But let me tell you why. It's not because it was bad. It was too many damn people. It's like, yo, it's yo, they be having a parking lot. Pat, woman, Pat. Tonight we got that fight. It's so UFC fight tonight. Oh, yes, yes, Israel Adesanya. Yes, dog. Hey, from a man. We gonna circle this back around. We gotta throw a watch party. Not at Buffalo, cause we gotta do this shit our way. My dog, I told you about this all the time. Delano Taylor. 
Oh, yeah. Race into the UFC or Bellator. Oh, yeah. well, he's he fighting for the title. actually coming up. I knew it. I know. Uh, he he's has coming to. up. I think in May. He's he fighting for the title. So. Mm. He's taking he take over Titan. He's like, definitely going yeah. to be in the UFC within the next six months. Hey, Shout out to Stranahan alumni. Right. So, right. I'm trying to tell you, everybody here, he went to Stranahan, by the way. Yeah, we talked about it. Okay. I'm like, you look familiar. I'm like, I've seen you around, bro. It's that class, the class before us. Like two classes before us and down has been doing major work. Oh yeah, work. facts. Like everybody's been mm. doing major work. True. Like, at least in our class, at least because I follow them a lot more. Major work. Gotcha. Everybody's in there booming. Savannah, Delano, you, I got that. Yo, but everybody like, going crazy. Yeah, but. 2014 and 2013. Then it was they going nuts. Too, Who else like, in 2014 have been doing things besides Vincent? Um, oh man, you got Sean. Yes, you got, yes, uh, yes, yes, There's yes. a whole bunch of people. It's a little tip of my tongue, bro, and I cannot. I don't know if Billy really was name. 2014 or was he 2012. 2013. 2013. Yeah. Billy been doing going crazy, but like he, he's. I think Sean right now is like on the director. Of oh, that Sean. Yo. Yeah, yo, Sean. Yo. Yo. Nick going crazy. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, man, I forgot his. He got a. He went to. U, he was the the king of U, UCF. Oh, Dallas on the tip of my tongue, Kevin. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Kevin. Yo, it's on the tip of my tongue. I think it's Kevin, but I, I see the face. You I see the face, the right? Thing, yeah. But yeah, all of them been doing Damn. crazy things. Should have been on the map, like Whoa. booming, booming. Black excellence, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you, man. I, I'm really uh, happy. Shout out Deja. Oh, yeah, for sure. Deja, she was in uh, 2014, right? Mm-hmm. 2014. She got her own clothing line coming up. Okay. Booming, like, booming. Like, I'm everybody. We had uh, her friend, Destiny. She doing her own thing, too. She's been booming on Speaking of Destiny. Speaking of Destiny, Santa Maria. Shout out to her. Oh, I love, I love you, Destiny. I just want you to know that. But um, yeah, she's doing amazing things. She's partnering with Sephora. Like, like Damn. doing commercial video like, shoots with Sephora, like God, where have I been? With, you know, like I mean, the, she been going crazy. That's what so you I'm see my, my hard side when I be like, "Yo, we need to do this shit." It's because I always see one of them booming. Yeah, I mean, I see something doing. I'm like, "Yo, hey, 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 look, 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 we need to get this person on right now, and like, we need to put this shit on our heart. We need to put this shit on everywhere." Cause for real, if they could do, it, I feel like it's not even like a, a trying to stay with them thing, mm-hmm. but it's more like a. Uplifting thing, like you see somebody right. else do it, you like want to. Yeah, I want to be same, similar to them. I want to yeah. be like, okay, in my mind, I feel like I can get to that same point. True. So I'm like, it feels uplifting to do that. Yeah. To see somebody else from your class, or see somebody that you know personally do right. a really good thing. Yo, Savannah, like they put it in the pushes. Speaking of whoa, shocking. Savannah, like pushes me to go crazy because I, I literally, and I don't mean because y'all was in the same class with her. Oh, yeah, we were yeah. in the same mm-hmm. class. I mean, from ninth grade, but. I've literally witnessed firsthand, like firsthand, mm-hmm. from the moment she was shy about even voicing her, like just voicing, like just talking. Mm-hmm. She was shy yeah. about that, shy about people knowing that she could sing, poetry, moving to doing competitions, winning, doing music, like on the mm-hmm. slide, but not really publishing yeah. anything. Then, like, doing, co- like, I'm talking like every step Seven. of the way, I'm literally like witnessing it all mm-hmm. from FIU. From her doing her first uh, song, mm-hmm. then releasing Florida Boy, mm-hmm. then that was popping a off. Shit. Banger! Right? That, was a banger. <laughs> that was a banger. I was trying to get that yo, for my first film. Yo, but, Cal, I was yeah. looking at that. I wrote that shit out. Like, I was doing Marching Mammy through that time. Instantly, that shit was a, a it was, hit. It was, it's hard. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, that court right there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Hey, we playing this shit right now. <laughs> where we went, that shit was booming. I love it. Such an inspiration. For sure. Uh, Stranahan is a diamond in the rough right now with yeah. everybody. What do you feel about a white man being a GM or owner having a slave master's complex when it comes to like hiring black people? Like you see, you think, okay, cool, he's hiring a lot of black people. He's cool. He's cool with all the black people. And he likes black women. Do you think that's a slave master's complex that's inherited, that's passed down through generations subconsciously, or you feel like that's something that they just is like coincidence? Or you feel like naturally, like. Nah, you're doing this because, you know, and your ancestors was doing the same thing. So naturally, you're like, okay, yo, I'm gonna hire all these black people, and I'm gonna like these black girls. Do you feel like that's a thing? Um, I think it's easy to look at it like that because there's history behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was also very difficult to say this is because of this, mm-hmm. unless there's a root behind right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unless that's the case, like there is a fetish. A fetish going mm-hmm. on with like black women and mm-hmm. white men, or just white people and mm-hmm. black people in general. Yeah. Like we're fetishized very, like very frequently. I don't know if, you, like, if you're on mm-hmm. Twitter, and like true, a yeah. black man will post something and be like, "Ooh, yeah, I need some, need something him." But it's yeah. also like, you you don't even like us. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> For you, don't, you don't even like, like yeah. us, like, but you yeah. like that. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. so I think with as far as to go back to your question. It's, def- it's difficult to pinpoint, mm-hmm. but I definitely see that you have to call people out by their actions. Mm-hmm. So I can't judge or tell them like this is what it is unless I see what you're doing, and I can see that there's a, there's a backing behind it. Mm-hmm. So he's hiring black people, and he's like, I love black women. He very well, very yeah, well, he just, he just like black women. Uh-huh. But if he's like, oh yeah, I love black women. Like, oh, I just love they big booties and mm-hmm. how they talk and they so ghetto. All right, now you're, that's fetishized. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, now you're, you're talking to a culture that you're not a part of, so you have no idea what you're talking about. And you're, you're fetishizing that, mm-hmm. not black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. black women are a lot more complex than the three, you know, things that you put them in, three categories you put them in. I love black women, by the way. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Just want y'all to. Who doesn't want y'all to. As a black king, I don't think that black Just want y'all to know. Like, black women. know it. What's the question? What do you think? Like, do you think like a white GM or a white owner can have a slave man's complex? Do you think like that's an inherited thing, or do you think like that's just coincidence that it's like seen? Mm. Like, I guess because of the you know the history behind it, yeah, I think they would have it, and they wouldn't subconsciously, you know, subconsciously, yeah, whatever. But they wouldn't really notice it that they're actually doing it. I think that's what it is, bro. I feel you. So I got a, a GM, right? And he's not in this shape and form because he really looks out for genuine people. Like, he's genuinely looking out for people. Like, I have a GM, Clarence. That's my dog. Like, I love him to death. So this is not pretending him at all because I've seen him, like, I'm looking out for this person genuinely. Not just because of the job, but go out his way to right. help somebody. And black, white, no matter who it is, he's going to help you out regardless of the fact. So uh, I don't see him in that way. But somebody brought up to my attention about another job that they were at. And I was like, no, that's where you're coming from. So I just want to get somebody else's opinion on it and to like enlighten myself. Because mm-hmm. okay. I'm like, I, I don't see it. From him, at least, I don't see it. So maybe from somebody else, they could be like, no, nah, that's a thing. Like no, me working for thing. under like a, my shift manager, oh, like working okay. under her, mm-hmm. there's things that she would say, you would just be like, whoa. Uh, right. Yeah. Literally. It's like she feels like she's she gets us, 
But then she would just say some out of pocket ish. And you're like, uh, okay. Yeah, let me just stay back away from you for a little bit. Yeah, that happens quite, quite frequently in corporate America. So, Honest, oh my goodness. So I, I have an example. There was a, there was a guy that we, I used to work for, um, I think it was 2018. 2018, he used to work at this company. Um, it was like a tech, 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 tech company. Um, and, you know, I had, we, we, there was three black people that worked for that company. Literally, it was me and two other black people. Oh, yeah, literally, on your name. One and then two. So, uh, I mean, I think in total it was four of us, but it was three of us that worked together out of, like, a group of 30. So it was three to four black people out of a group of 30. Percentages is off. Right. So um, there was this guy there, and he used to make some very, like, it took me by surprise. Like, he was like, oh, he'll come in and be like, oh, new hairdo again? Man, you got to switch up so quick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I don't got no water to sip the deck. <laughs> Hold on now. Hold up. Bro. And then, crazy enough, he went to go to pat her hair. Like, wow. No, so I, I literally said, hey, I literally like out of my mouth. He's, he's kind of like a boss. Mm -hmm. like, but at the same time, like, I was like, hey, you got I can't take this shit. Yeah, I don't care. I can find a job. <laughs> like, I can find a job. no problem. Hey, really? For real. Like, I was like, yo, you know, like, that is extreme. Extremely disrespectful mm -hmm. to the black culture. Like, mm -hmm. I know you're not aware. You probably didn't even mean anything by it, but that's not something that we do. Like, mm -hmm. don't ever touch any person's hair without, you know, consent. consent. That's just in any. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't be touching people. Yo, walking out of here. Yeah, but let him. Wait, wait. Let me touch a hair. I guess you know, in their culture, it's something different. But specifically, black people. You know no. damn well not to touch no black woman hair. Why would you? Unless you're like, hey, you know, I love your hair. May I touch it? Mm -hmm. She says, yeah, cool. If, but you just can't go up and tap in your hair as a white man. Exactly. What's wrong with you? Like, that is wild. <laughs> and some of them would be like, do you? Do I look like a damn dog? Do you? Right. Like, what is, who, 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 are, are you petting? Like, petted. Like, like mm. do, do I look like a pet to you? Like, what is wrong with you now? I was eating. You know, there's some people. I, was, I almost walked out that day, but I didn't. That shit is wild, man. Speaking of like some wild stories and shit, this is going on a little tangent. I had a lady I worked with, like especially loved her death. She was cool, but she did say nigga. Oh, no. like yeah, that's right. So I had <laughs> so I had this dude I worked with, and he was mad cool. He went to jail a couple of times, you feel me? But he's turned around his life, whatever. Real cool dude, loving the death. Dog. Wait, are we death. talking about? No, it was at the uh, oh, at okay. Buffalo before. That's first time oh, okay. I was at Buffalo. So yeah, because she I, follows me, so I don't want to say anything. Oh yeah, cool. I, and I probably posted some on my page. I ain't gonna get in that one because I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna be hot. But, uh, so, <laughs> that's yeah. another part. Yeah, that's another another episode. Another, episode. another tell all. But yeah, so uh, Albert, if you ever hear this, man, you know, reach out to the brother. I love you to death, man. But we was closing, and she was like, "These damn niggas don't tip." Like, and we're closed. Oh. We're closed. So she's running around. These niggas don't tip. They don't do this, that, and the third. And he stopped. He was like sweeping. We both were sweeping. And he looked at me, I looked at him, and I was like, hey, say that again. Like, what'd you say? I didn't hear you clearly. And she was like, these niggas don't tip. Well, she broke She said it down. She doubled down. She was like, yeah, these don't tip, you know. I only made like $60 today. Da, 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 da. And he's like, bitch, if you ever say that shit again, I swear I'm going to tear this bitch up. You and everybody in here. Because what the fuck you think that's cool? Like, don't say that shit around me. 
Like you can say it around anybody else. I don't care. If you can say it around her, 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 point at everybody. It's like, don't ever say that again around me. And I'm like, ah, I kind of second that because there ain't no way. That's disrespectful to be like in my Absolutely. presence and be like saying something degrading towards my race or people in general. Because it's already a, it's already a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our architecting that stereotype. Mm-hmm. You're building on that. Like, that's messed up. And I'm like, bro, it's not even the case. Like, it's not even the case. I know some black people that go out and they'd be like, bro, here you go, it's $50 on the right. $20 tab. Right. Like, here you go. They over-tipping, over-compensating for, you know, True. themselves. They feel like, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong in a sense. Yeah. And some people just do out of kindness of their heart. They're just like, bro, I got this money. I might as well give it to somebody. Right. You did a service for me. That's that's me, high key. Yeah. Anywhere I go, like, in the food, in the food, food. First of all, I've worked in food. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've worked in a lot of jobs, but I've worked uh, in food, right? So hey, I food. know how it goes. Mm-hmm. I know how you're treated, and I really, really appreciate people who take their time with you as like the customer, mm-hmm. because a lot mm-hmm. of people like, okay, see, okay, okay, see, okay, see mm-hmm. and they walk away. Never you don't back. see them. You don't see them for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. They bring your food. You need anything else? All right, bye. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So those people are like, okay, cool. Like, I'm really a service-based tipper. So if you, like, you're constantly coming up, you're, you know, very nice, mm-hmm. very kind, you acknowledge people. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of waiter and waitresses don't acknowledge people. Yeah. Like, have you ever been sat down they don't be like, you know, oh, hey, how are you doing or something like that? They're just yeah. like, I wish I want. How do you feel, like, about, like, black businesses and their customer service? Because there's always something like a stigma with black businesses and their customer um, service. I think that we're held to a higher standard because we're black yeah. and because other black people are like, oh. <laughs> okay, let me break this down. That, it's really like kind of like a, 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 a itch for Get me. out of my head because I was about to ask the same so, question. For me, um, there is definitely a, a, a very high standard that you do not hold to anybody else but black people. True. So if you have a business and you know, that business is, you know, successful mm-hmm. and you're doing your best to try to create a, an environment where you can have great customer service. Mm-hmm. If you don't do something in the light where your customers are appreciating it or you, you don't do it fast enough for them, oh, they're ready to cancel you. As a black-owned business. Quick. But let me tell you how, uh, you know, Nike or Gucci or whatever, like, you know, let's name some companies mm-hmm. for real who have outlandishly said racist stuff, done racist things, done racist marketing, mm-hmm. and yet you're like, oh yeah, Gucci down to the socks, you're yeah. out here gang gang. You're like, Whoa, the same, right, the same jewelers mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> that don't don't even like black people, At all. but will use them to gain their profit mm-hmm. and still support mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you can go to McDonald's, who is white-owned mm-hmm. every day, and have them be like, man, I don't care what you want, mm-hmm. like, order that or not, but you don't stop going to McDonald's. At all. Right, because you, you like the product. Mm-hmm. So for black people in general, I think it's a higher stigma. Like, we, we're, whole, we're held to a higher standard mm-hmm. for some reason. I think we got to get out of that. I think we have to be more human because exactly. it's not these, it's not billionaires running these mm-hmm. small black, black businesses. You know, people coming up. They're trying to come people, up. Trying right. to get to that status. People coming up. So mm-hmm. have a little bit more patience. Yes. If you do have anything in regards to, and there's a lot of customers who mm-hmm. don't follow the rules, but then think that, oh, this needs to happen a certain mm-hmm. way. For instance, they don't send emails. They don't include their number. Yeah. Their housing information is incorrect. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking from a personal perspective. Mm-hmm. Their housing information is incorrect. Their address is incorrect. And they're like, oh, 
Why was it the same? Well, and it's like, okay, did you do this? Did you do your part? <laughs> did you do your part, or are you just angry? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just angry. I'm just mad. I'm just mad. Yeah, and then you took I, I really do feel like we have to. If you're gonna support, support for the right reasons. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit there and be like, oh. Um, I support black businesses, but oh, their customer service is so bad. Like, well, are, are they there yet? Do they even hire a, a, a? Do they even hire like a billing service? Yeah, like, don't know. Customers? You don't know what they got going on in their business. You don't right. know how far along they are. You don't know what they mother could have died today. Right. Anything, you don't know what their personal situation is, and you're like, I'm gonna situation. go ahead and clown on you and get on you. I'm gonna right. make your life even worse. I don't know what you got going on. On the other line, you can be getting robbed right now. And right. I'm, like, I'm on the phone with you, like, Going crazy. leaving an email, like, or no, leaving a voicemail, like, motherfucker, you did not do this properly, that properly, that properly. Oh, and you I'm get an email, you. you're like, or the voicemail, you're like, no cap, at this point, I couldn't even answer you. Because, <laughs> like, I was being held at gunpoint. <laughs> no, but, like, that's like, the thing. It's a foolishness. A lot of black businesses, especially black business owners, they wear 50 hats. Mm-hmm. Right? So, these CEOs, the owners rather, mm-hmm. they're not just the owner or CEO as you have these other big white companies or mm-hmm. other counterpart companies who are running their business. They're also their marketing firm, mm-hmm. their social media manager, mm-hmm. their their email response team, all that. you know, customer service, all that. production management, operations, and all financial. Mm-hmm. They're all of those things at one time. Mm-hmm. And they're not big enough to hire people yet. So, like, you have to give people, like, Chance. Yes. True. Yes. See, I'm a that boy back again. That boy, you know, yeah. all the angles, man. All <laughs> but now I fall like there's days I do hold a lot of black businesses accountable, mm-hmm. so I do expect some great customer service. Do you all, feel like they're there yet, though? The, the, when you get to that point, you be like, I gotta hold you accountable. Do you feel like they're at the point where you can hold them accountable? Because I feel like they're uh, statues of black business. So if you know, I feel you on that. If you've seen it before and you're like, I know you can do better, I can see that. But I think that's even like. Not even trying to do it maliciously. Yeah. I think that's just the want to do better. Like, you want to see better from somebody else. So yeah. I can feel you on that end. Because I, I do leave you, reviews. I think you got to get that. <laughs> I do leave he's, reviews. He's a reviewer. He's still like, okay, product was really good, customer service was poor. Like, you hear that guy? Yeah. That guy? Oh, yeah. I should have known. Yeah, so we was on. Um, I was thinking about seeing. How we have, I just saw some train of thought and my mom thrown off. Oh, yo, so you know how we have Arab people or mm-hmm. Arab descent mm-hmm. men and they own like corner stores mm-hmm. and they own like phone impressions. We don't hold them to the same standard. Because they be cussing, they will cuss you out. They'll call you a ninja. They'll be like, in this in your face. And you want to fight you, you're like, hold on, time out. But you don't want that. And you'll be like, next week you'll be back at them again, like, hey, can you fix my iPhone, please? Right. Foolishness. It's ridiculous. You know why though? I think a lot of them hold what's called a convenience mm-hmm. over black people mm-hmm. in general. Because number one, black Americans, uh, you know, out of respect, black Americans have the number one buying power out of any demographic True. group in America. Mm-hmm. We have over exactly. a trillion dollars in buying power. So it's very and another crazy part to that point is that our dollar doesn't last as long as any other demographic. Meaning, no, that's tr- so true. Right. We have the highest buying power, but we also have the least amount in our community. Mm-hmm. Does that make a lot of sense? Is it, is it, and zero. to add on to that, we actually make a trend with 
everything that we do with our buying power. So we do, we're very profitable for a lot of companies. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And yet, out of all those companies that are billion slash millionaires because of us, mm -hmm. how many of us are supporting these black businesses mm -hmm. who are trying to start mm -hmm. with this trillion dollar buy? You know, we're, we're still buying. And, I, you know, I have this, I don't know, this, this might just be a personal thing, mm -hmm. but I have this huge thing against, like, these huge fashion brands that we're mm. supporting with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, per individual, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, even the Birkenback craze. I understand that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different topic, but yeah. let's talk about Telfar, mm -hmm. you know, let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, what's his other name? Uh, oh, man, I forgot his other Oh, Brandon Blackwood, you know, th these are black-owned persons. And yeah, we spent $32,000 at Birkin? Like, foolishness. For what? Yeah, foolish. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, yeah, just be accepted. It was like, right. that's the, what's the about? So income tax time is around, right? And you know around income tax time, everybody always gets that thing. And I don't know what it is to flex your money. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's, that's what part of the culture. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Why is that A whole bunch of chargers. Like, you gotta, like, go out and get Some Mustangs gonna like, come okay, out. Some bins. I got $10,000. I can go buy me a little cash card to get me to and fro for $5,000. But yet, still, I'm going to spend my whole $10,000. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to spend my whole $10,000. I'm going to get me that damn charger. <laughs> right. I'm going to try to go get me that Camaro. I'm going to put $10,000 down to get a Camaro, and I'm going to still be making payments. Right. At least I got a Camaro. But later, so, the repo at the house. Yeah, <laughs> like, let me speak on that, because now you're getting into financial literacy, yeah, which is mm -hmm. something I definitely want to talk about. That's that. So, I was trying to segue. Yeah, you got, you got it, bro. So, so this is very really important. Um, I don't remember who I was watching. Oh, uh, there's one of my mentors. Um, he's a multi-millionaire. Um, you know, he runs several businesses. He was, you know, his backstory is really great. But uh, he's a doctor. Uh, he worked for NASA. A whole mm -hmm. bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. But he said something very pivotal. Um, and he said, Dr. Brown. He said, as as anyone who wants anything, you can get it. Because there's something that America does better than any other country in the world. And that's called a payment plan. Mm -hmm. You can afford a billion dollar house and make $300 a month. Because you're going to be paying $300 a month mm -hmm. for 68,000 years. But as long as you're on a payment plan, you can afford anything. Mm -hmm. You can literally afford anything. Mm -hmm. And that is why we're in a credit crisis right now. Student loan debt is up. Because we're, we're available to accept money that we don't realize has to be paid back because it's it's put in this really nice package that's like, mm -hmm. oh, I can afford that. Uh -huh. Yeah, but you don't realize that's 30 years of your life that you have to pay this off, mm -hmm. even if it's minimal, $300, $100, $200 a month. Yeah, that's cool, but how long are you paying mm -hmm. that? How much money did you make them off interest alone? Mm -hmm. And then... What money could what what could you have put towards that same investment Speak that you're paying a hundred dollars a month? You know what I'm saying, like two hundred dollars a month that you could have been putting to the side. And I'm not the I'm not a, I'm not LLC guy, you know, mm -hmm. Twitter. But if you wanted to, you could save that money, put it in a Roth IRA, uh, IRA account, you know, a, a savings account. Goldman Sachs has this really great thing called Marcus. Mm -hmm. um, save, put it in the savings account. Compound interest is is amazing. Like mm -hmm. put a thousand dollars for one year. And then put five hundred dollars after that. Every if you can afford that, a month, a hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. Build that account up. Leave that money in there. Thirty years from now, you're gonna have half a million to a million dollars. Mm -hmm. Thirty at fifty years old, 
I'll have $1.5 million just because I don't touch my money. Mm -hmm. That's mm. so easy. It's super. And you know how much I pay a month? $150. That's it. That's it. That's the math don't the math ain't mathing, but people don't understand compound interest. That's like such a it's amazing. Cultural thing, I think. Right. Like, to spend your money when you get it. Uh, right. There's not a lot of people that be like, I got a thousand dollars. Okay, boom. Let me set out a plan. I'm gonna do with this thousand dollars. A lot of people be like, I got a thousand dollars. I get the strip club. Right oh, now. I got this. Like, oh yeah. Hey, oh, I, 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 I gotta go to the casino. I seen the dude. Buffalo. I seen him do that Buffalo. Like more praise to him because that's his money. He does what he want with right, the money. I'm not telling anybody what to do with their money. But you had a thousand dollars. They deposited right at Buffalo. Like he's eating with me. He's like rubbing. He's like, yeah, man. You know, just chilling. You know, I'm good for now. I come back around. Dude was like, hey, let me get three shots of Patron. Yup. And uh, yep. Yeah, you make them all doubles, and um, you could buy her food over there. And I'm like, what? He's got your taxes or something, huh? He Show it to the camera right yeah. now. No, they, they, this was a, it was a stupid buy, but you know, they're like $3,500, $2,500 shoes. I, but for what? I could have put that in some. Well, you got it off the uh, resale market? Huh? Resale market? Yeah, or, yeah. No, I'm saying, oh, like, yeah, from the resale market. Whew. Right, because you, know, you can never get any drops. For yeah, real. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's you know not saying? happening. It's not and happening. you know, we, I have, I have the, the original. Uh, Jordan ones, right? Yeah. The Chicago ones, Chicago style. Uh, I have the uh, off whites. Mm -hmm. So, right, and you know, if any yeah, shoe yeah, consoles yeah, out there, that say, in my head, I'm like ones. calculating money. Like <laughs> <laughs> the off whites. I mean, you know, so that's over nine thousand dollars in shoes right there, right? So, on three pairs. On three pairs. Three pairs of shoes. Is stupid, but for what? You know, at that point, I was like, oh man. I'm, I was super, I was just like, man, like, and it was really because I've never been in that situation yeah. to where I had money. And I think that's a lot of black people. We've yeah. never been yeah, that's true. But we have over five figures in our account. First mm -hmm, and foremost, mm -hmm. you know? People, even sometimes three figures, yeah. but five figures in your account, you're like, man, I got to live it up. I got to do the things that I never could do. Yeah. I got to travel. Man, I that, was, this, I that. that was the problem with me, like, <laughs> First coming out of high school and then like you know worked at a job and I saved up to a thousand dollars my first thousand in my account and I was like man I got oh, this bread got out of money. nowhere my mom helped me save out of nowhere I just that, that thing blew it up and within a month boy my mom was like what did you spend your money on and she was like she sees so many like 
um, overdraft charges and shit like that. It was crazy. But for me, it was like, I got that money, so I don't really care. Right. I got a job. I would just wash that off. and then I'll just make it back. Bro, we got the same make it back mentality. I'm going to be extremely transparent for you guys on the podcast. I spent over $15,000 in three months. Whoa. Thousand dollars in three months, and it was because I got to a point where I was at a success level. Yes. I'm not gonna say successful because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't claim that until I feel like I am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not even there. I was at a point where I'm like, no. I finally like you know I'm single. I'm out mm-hmm. here. Like I just got a car. Like, you made know, it what I'm saying? right. Made it in my head. Yeah, you like I you know because the account. You're like yeah, you know like got, <laughs> got approvals for all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like man. So I went. You know, I, I spent trips to Cali, I went to Texas, I went mm-hmm. to, you know, the islands, I went to Cancun. Mm-hmm. I, I was just going, I was going crazy, buying shoes, yeah. buying clothes, right. buying jewelry, buying, yeah, like, like, left and right. Left for what? You know, right. buying watches. I bought, like, ten pairs of watches. For no reason. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> was like, this, 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 I got it. Yeah. I walked in, I went that, that, mm-hmm. that. Stupid. But, at the same time, like, I can understand why a lot of people in our community are not hit to that because mm-hmm. the first thing that they've all the only thing that we see and this is going back mm-hmm. to our first point about social media mm-hmm. and about like marketing and media mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the thing that black people are seeing first and foremost when they're on media is other idols dri- dressed and dripped yes. down and Dior and, mm-hmm. and, and Gucci and mm-hmm. Prada and all this other stuff we want to live their their lifestyle because <laughs> right we're, like we want to be them because they're but our pockets ain't looking like that but our pockets don't look like this you know they're making money off of the idea that we want to be like them speak on it right speak on so it. that right there is the mentality that we got to break yeah. as a generation mm-hmm. because a lot of the money that and you and i, I understand this is a lot of people seen this post you know mm-hmm. mark zuckerberg yes. this man wears the same shirt the same pair of jeans and the same shoes Every day, mm-hmm. every single day, and he's a billionaire. I'm talking like big, big yeah. billionaire, right? The big VI. But he has over what four or five properties. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos got over twenty yes. properties. Yes. You know, real estate is is amazing, but not. I I don't know a lot of black people who I can talk to and be like, hey, you know, do you do you know anything about real estate? Do you know anything about an investment fund? Do you know anything about a hedge fund? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about Roth IRAs, you know anything about stocks? Do you know about ETFs? Do you know about... And they'll be like, hey, I've heard of it. They don't know the in-depths of it. They don't know the details. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's the difference between wealthy and rich. Mm -hmm. A lot of rappers are rich. They're rich. But there's a lot of white men who are wealthy. And I mean wealthy because they invest their money Mm -hmm. into the pockets that they're familiar with that Mm -hmm. we're not familiar with. Oh, right. mm-hmm. I got a question. Um, what? Well, for instance, um, you're black. You're African American, right? Yes, sir. All right. So, what do you think about um, reparations? Since we we need that, we deserve it. But now, financially, yes. with us, because we're we invest money into the luxury lifestyles and try to live like these people, do you think it's um, we would need financial education first before we? even get that money. I definitely think so. Uh, okay, so I don't know if you guys are aware, but if you've ever, like, filled out a loan, mm-hmm. you have to do an application. Yeah. That's yeah. a process. Like, mm-hmm. you have to take a class on what yes. taking out a loan is, mm-hmm. like, all this other stuff. So, I think that would be 
really helpful for a lot of black people, mm -hmm. specifically. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of <laughs> black people. Not I mean, let's, let's talk about it. You know, yeah. White Americans are the most impoverished in this nation. Mm -hmm. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. But <You're> anyway, right. <laughs> um, I think that we should just have a class where, like, okay, with this amount of money, and I'm actually for not getting a, a handout more so. Yeah. Like, oh, here's $25,000. Mm -hmm. No. If we can get land, if we can get Grants, yes, we can yes, get like yes, yes. community yes. Like, approvals yes. for all the things. Like, there's directors of planning and operations in, mm -hmm. in, in you know Florida alone that we're not we don't get accepted into. Mm -hmm. We're not accepted into the to the board, the team, yes. Yes. The, the table as you call mm -hmm. it. And Tyler Perry put it very well when he said, "Like you guys don't accept me on the table, I'm going to build my own." Yes. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I think if we were to do that, like the reparations, mm -hmm. I think we would have to make sure. That it stays within our community, number yeah, one. True. Number two, we're all aware and we're all taught what it is to invest and mm -hmm. what what it can do. Because I think a lot of black people are short-sighted when it comes to money. You know, when it comes to money in general. I mean, I, I'm also, I was one of those Yeah, people, victim to it. Right. Everybody does now. Everybody's going to do it. But you don't think about the long-term of things. This $1,000, like, you don't think that this $1,000 can make you 10. Mm -hmm. You know, you just think. What can I do with this thousand dollars? That's gonna benefit me yeah. right now. You know? Right now, right, mm -hmm. right now. Like, okay, well, I could go to Crash Hat, yeah, take yeah, the shawty yeah. out, uh -huh. flex on real quick. You know, I can so do the, you know, you can do all that stuff. Sure. Like when I hit, when we got that stimulus check, I invested into this podcast because I was like, this is what I have to do. Thousands, yes. if not millions of dollars for you. Down the road. Hell yeah. Get that to that point. Of course. Right, and what is six hundred dollars? I think it was mm -hmm. the, the look. But you invested that money into something, first of all, that you're passionate about, yeah. dedicated towards, mm -hmm. and that you can put in the work for. And all of the rest of the stuff is free. You know? Mm -hmm. Being an entrepreneur is just free labor, if I'm being honest with you. Mm -hmm. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you read about that. A lot of entrepreneurs <laughs> work for free, and you have to be like comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. right? And I think this is going to a different topic, other than reparation. I hope I answer that. No, you're good. This is going to a different topic, as far as entrepreneurship, because I think that's also what we want to bring about. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to be aware that you will be working for free for majority of the, the first couple of months. Whatever sales you're getting, if you're selling a product, is not money that you're using to buy things for yourself. You're using that money to re reinvest into the business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think when we hit our first $10,000, we were like, Hey, it's a payout. <laughs> hey, we didn't pay. But then I was like, no, that's not a payout. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hire help. We're gonna we're going to reinvest in our product, design, manufacturing. You know, we're looking to get a warehouse later, you know what I'm saying? But like we have to we have to reinvest into the company. And you have to have a set plan, a financial plan every Sunday of the month, the first week of the month. I sit down and go over all of my financials. I go over it. And I think a lot of people should do that. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't really know what's in their accounts or where their money is going. You know, when's the last time you looked at a bank statement? Being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Our bank statement is DoorDash, gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I look at it, I'm like, yeah, no, I got to cut down on something. You see that like 60% was spent on food this yeah. month. Like, <laughs> Hold on, as far as entrepreneurship goes, like we have to make sure that the money that you're making is being reinvested into the company first. Then you want to you want to invest in systems and processes.
process mm -hmm. that will help your efficiency. You know what I'm saying? Whatever business that you run, you want to be more efficient because then you don't have to hire as many people if you can automate things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I need to hire uh, someone to, uh, a virtual assistant for instance, to fold through my, comb through my emails and respond mm -hmm. to that If I can just automate responses based on what's being said, yeah. I save so much money. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of paying like $10 a day, or not $10 an hour rather, mm -hmm. to someone, you know, automate these things and then build out. Yeah. Then I mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out, shout out your business one time. Cause oh, absolutely. Know. So we got salt.xo, you know what I'm saying? Follow that on, on social media. We got press underscore meals, and then we have Solution Skincare. This is this is my my, my, my brother, but um, I'm a co-owner. So Solution Skincare, it's S-O-L-O-T-I-O-N. I actually got some products. Okay, yeah. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can see it visibly. Okay. see the stuff. You know, we... We got, we got, you know, some some stuff. I just came, you know, just to try. You guys, even you, you, if you want to try it, we got our body butters, we got our men's body butters. Okay, go ahead. You want to try some, you know what I'm saying? Just put a little something on my finger, something. Yo. Yeah. You know, it's that good stuff. It's that good stuff, for real. So, what made you start, um, well, let's, like, just lotion? So, like, lotion? Okay, yeah. So, essentially, um, don't mind me, yeah. I'm just gonna be sniffing. Oh, go ahead, bro. <laughs> go ahead. What? Nah. Shit, booming already. So, why was it lotion? So, essentially, uh, the um, one of the other co-owners, uh, they initially started like the brand already, not yeah. the lotion, but they started the product. Mm. They already developed the product, and they were like testing it, and they came up to me like, "Yo, I have something that we can potentially work on." I'm like. Okay, because they knew I was in I was in school business. Mm -hmm. So good yeah. tell, boy. Hey, I was like, tell. Tell you. Hey, tell you. You might want to invest. Might, might want to get something. Um, but so they, they already started, they already have a product, and they were like, I think we could do something with this, right? So they came came with came to me with the idea. Yeah. And because I'm a little more business savvy, you know, I went to school for it and everything like that, um, they were like, can we do something with this? I'm like, yeah. Uh, right. like, yeah, like, shit. Let's develop it more. Let's mm -hmm. test it more. Let's do this. Let's do that. And that's what we did. Kept developing. We had like over 200 tests, mm -hmm. 200 product tests. And right. So it was months before 2019, before 2020 when we started our business. Matter of fact, so we just passed a year like in our business. Yeah, so, that's nice. Amazing. Right, right here at university. Right, yes. right. We got an anniversary like last month. So we just passed the year. But prior to that, in 2019, we were doing development. So we were coming up with brand designs. I'm talking like up until 4 a.m. Days, mm -hmm. like days where I'm still working a job, like a nine to five, I'm still working. And turning around and right. back. Turning around and that looks good, that looks good. Right, so the thing is, is that I was, I'm still working in marketing. I'm still doing marketing, I'm still doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so once the actual owner came to me, like, hey, this is what it is, I was like, Okay, let me use these marketing skills and like mm -hmm. help you guys like help build this brand. Let me help with this and so and so. So the product was developed. We got the labels. We got the design. I'm like, okay, well, let's get all of our back end paperwork done. Yeah. That's the most important thing. There's so many businesses out here that are illegal. Get y'all paperwork done. for real. File with the IRS because they will they will find out. I'm telling you, you cannot run from them. That's the one people I'm scared of the most. They're like, everybody out there say, no, 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 the IRS. IRS. They will hit you. They'll be like, we know you've been funneling money. We know you got $10,000 in your account. Wait. 
they will wait. Like, you think you're getting away with it for years. They're, all they're doing is building a case. The, yes. federal, the federal government in general, as far as cases go, they have a 98% yes. success rate. They wait till you get to a certain dollar amount where you can't even say it. You can't write. Oh, no, so, this is an accident. They're like, no, bro. No, no, you got this a million so, dollars in your account doing this for seven years. Like, we got you. Yeah, y'all would, go to jail. Y'all with the PPP loans, man. They watch your ass. Hey, that is the one <laughs> thing careful. that scares me the most. I see people do it, and I be like, bruh. Get out. Like, do it once and get out. Because you might get off. You might be able to get away. No, start your business with it. Yeah, the the business that you said about. They still you know. money with it because they might not even be looking at you. But could you imagine, like, you start a business with that money, you keep on doing it. You got your and business. Then you got, you keep you on got doing more PPP. money. Yeah, they're going to be like, um, so all that untaxed dollars yes. that you just made, and I mean, all of it. <laughs> Is mine. Let, let me get it. Let me get that. <laughs> let me get that. Let, I, I spent it on Kit and Cancun. Oh, it's a stripper. You did. Oh, wow. And a Respato and a tequila. Lock them up. Yeah. yeah. You're going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting fed time. You're going to prison. For sure. <laughs> like, uh, is there a plate to pay back for that? <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to hit you with a, yes. Plan? You miss it one time, though. You're going to jail. Oh, easily. They'll put you on a payment plan. Yes, everything. Yeah. But you, you're going to be paying for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, and your kids. Right. Hey, hey, that's passed down. Don't care. They're like, oh, cool. You're dying? All right, cool. Hey, tell little uh, Sammy Sue that uh, she about to be yeah, paying. She about to do <laughs> The same shit that she's doing. dying, but mm-hmm. oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, PPP, EIDL, Small Business Association, SBA. Please, guys. Like, all small businesses out there, but more preferably black people. Because that's what I like to speak to. Because that's where I come from. Yes. Please, read Read, read what you're signing up for. The fine Real print, please. Thirty k, fifty k of a loan. Read what. First of all, I don't even know if you guys know. Sixty percent of the PPP is supposed to be going towards payroll costs. So if you're spending all that money, you used to be pocketed ten k. You know, you got it in your thing. You were spending money. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm out mm-hmm. here. They they need accounts. Everything is everything is accounted for, and they know exactly when they gave it to you, how much they gave you, and you got to file your payroll at the next term whenever you're going to file your taxes. And if it don't line up, something ain't right. They coming for you. They coming on the way. So since you started in around 2020, how and then the pandemic hit. Do you feel like it helped out or it just hindered what you were doing? Man, so. There's one thing I've realized about my specific, like, company um, and just the companies that I'm surrounded with, they're pandemic-proof, right? Mm -hmm. So people are, no matter what, if you're in a pandemic, if you're in a nuclear war, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. you're going to need certain products. Yes. So soaps Mm -hmm. and bathing utensils, you're going to need, like, irregardless. So salt XL is pandemic-proof. Yes. You're going to need food. Press meals is pandemic-proof, you know? Okay. Now, ours is kind of like a, you don't need it, but you kind of need it. Mm-hmm. Skincare. Yeah. You're going to need to take, like, you don't need to moisturize. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. need to take care of your skin. You don't need, like, it's not like you just can be ashy forever. You know, your skin goes start to deteriorate. Yeah, for really. You'll be, like, peeling off. Right, stuff. peeling off. Is going you on. know, and the thing is that our, our product, you know, costs, I think, around, what? Well, black businesses. But they last three months. 
I love drawing still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got like three. I still got some stuff. I still got some stuff, and I'm like, that angle right there. Right. I be sharing. I like, and I still got like two bottles. So it lasts so long. So it's really like our product is really like an investment, but for Mm -hmm. yourself. So I think it did hinder as far as like what we were able to do marketing wise. Because I wanted to take things to a whole different level. You know, I wanted to be in stores. I wanted to be in beauty stores locally first. Mm -hmm. You know, in Miami beauty shops, pop-up mm-hmm. shops, whatever. But you can't do any of that because it was closed. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that we had was the internet. And that really taught me how to navigate digital marketing, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is even more important than marketing. Facts, 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 facts. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, oh, I thought you was going to have a question. Oh, I, I still had a few. No, go ahead. Until I get my thoughts back. Are you getting your thoughts back together? Yeah. All right, cool. What's the next step? What's the next step for, oh, man. for, for the live so man, business? What's your next step? Uh, next step. So, I mean, right now, everything's kind of like autonomous. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, it's really important to have automations. Where mm-hmm. things, you can essentially run a business, open a business, and then have it run itself. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a certain point, kind of like I'm there, but not there. Mm-hmm. Because everything is kind of like, you know, we have people who are hired from an executive level. And this is also what I want to talk to uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people who are owners and CEOs. If you're an owner or if you're a CEO, like, there's there's a major difference between the two, right? Owners, all you did was create a, bit, a, create a product or service, and you created something. You own that something. But a CEO is completely different. A CEO doesn't have to be an owner. CEO can just be someone who studied business, you know? But the difference is CEO makes executive decisions, right? Towards the utilitarian of the business. Meaning the complete spectrum of the business success runs on the CEO's back, right? So you can be an owner and not know how to be a CEO. And that's completely okay. That's fine. There's a lot of people who are owners and have no idea how to run a business. But they have an amazing product, mm-hmm. they own an amazing product, and mm-hmm. maybe even sells itself. Like, they're people followers, they have millions of people mm-hmm. who follow them or buy their product, but they have no idea how to run a business. They have no idea what's the next steps. So I would say, as an owner, if you don't know that, hire someone that does. There is nothing wrong with outsourcing a seat, uh, someone who knows how to make executive decisions, number one. Number two, if you don't want to do that, take classes. They are free. It's YouTube is free. Master classes are free. If you're in a trade or if you're in a company and you're not doing research on your own company, that don't make a lot of sense. Like, why are you in it? You know, for instance, you guys have a podcast. I'm pretty sure you did a lot of research on what you can do. Pretty much. You, right. Pretty much. Pretty much. Right. So <laughs> you can, uh, you know, and the way you guys like handle the podcast in, in general, like I'm like kind of. Mind blowing, you guys are really good. That's the crazy part. So research your research your brand, research your industry, research your target market, and make those executive decisions. If you can't hire someone that can or hire a mentor. Mentorship is very important. And I want to say that as a point. So back to your question as yeah. far as uh any, any of that goes, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm trying to give y'all as much games as I can before I disappear again. <laughs> no, you good. Before I disappear to that. But we're going to get them on again, though. Um, we're going to be back. Next steps is to scale, right? Mm. So we're looking to scale. And I mean, like, on a very heavy front. And we're already doing that. We're already in the back processes of mm. 
introducing new marketing, um, you know, introducing new, new like, uh, creatives is what we call it, mm -hmm. you know, like images, videos, commercials, all these things that are being shot uh, right now, mm -hmm. um, looking to get in the warehouse this, this year. So that's exciting. Um, manufacturing, production, looking to uh, outsource that so we're not producing everything. Because everything that you guys see or everything that anyone orders is all produced by us. Like, there is no mm -hmm. team there's no, like, making like, right. no no third-party making these products. We make everything. It's not from China. Bottle, label, everything. <laughs> Ship, everyone. We do it. We do it all. So, it's not like Fashion Nova where they're buying right. bulk in China. Yeah, no, bulk in China. <laughs> they, they press their label and they send it out. Right. I mean, but Fashion Nova's smart because, like I said, automation. Hell yeah. They automate it themselves. Their CEO ain't got to never look at their site again. But I promise you, he's making billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. so nice. Just sitting there cooling and being like, oh, 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 that's a check drop. That's right. Oh, that's check drop. Yes, sir. Oh, can't cool. We not right. <laughs> All right, we good. The end can't cool and be like, I'm going to stay another week. And that's where I want everyone else to be at, if they're a business owner, you know? And it might be difficult, but what's super, 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 super important, especially as an entrepreneur, is the time that you dedicate to your craft. It's, it's the 10,000 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to do something, you got to at least put in 10,000 hours of works to put in that trade to make sure you're a master of your trade, right? So, even I, I haven't done that yet. I still don't know a lot of things, mm -hmm. but I'm just learning. The things I've so learned, I'm just willing to share. Mm -hmm. But you have to have those 10,000 hours, and you have to make sure that you use your time adequately. Dedicate yourself to your craft. A lot of people start, and I think uh, Mark Cuban said this, like 93% of business owners fail their first year because they don't know what to do mm -hmm. after their success. Mm -hmm. And it just goes... They hit a peak. And then peak. Right, they hit the peak. They're like, oh, I mean... Two thousand dollars in a week, or a day, or whatever, and they're like, oh. and that's it. Yeah, they like they plateau okay. and they fall off because they, mm -hmm. they don't know what to do. So, I think it's very important to continue, not drop off. I know it's easy to just realm in the success and realm in the money that you're making and be like, I got to do nothing else. But no, it doesn't stop there because mm -hmm. a year to three years from now, where what source of income do you have? You know, unless you're doing investments, which I think mm -hmm. is very smart, unless you're doing that, if you're not dedicated, and I mean 100% dedicated, don't start a business. I, I'm going to just be really upfront with you guys. Mm -hmm. Don't start a business. You're wasting your own time. You're wasting a lot of other people's time who are mm -hmm. ready to invest in you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very important because your friends, your family, even people that you don't know are willing to invest in you. And you're like, mm -hmm. Why? You should be able to answer that question. Mm. Why should I venture? You should know. Offer it. Like, you should know. Snap right. Away. A lot of business owners have no idea. They're like, I just thought I had a great product. They don't give about your product. I mean, yeah, but not really. A lot of people are investing into the person. They're investing into the, they believe because that person believes in themselves. Mm. I think a lot of people, you know, back me because they see how assured I am in myself. Mm -hmm. And I 100%, I'm like, you know, if you know me, you know I'm dedicated. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So, so he was my class president, y'all boys. We had a great class. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you understand? 2015 was a great class because he was our class president. Like, do, do, do you get it? Do, they, don't, they don't think they understand. They don't understand. They we had $20 in our account. Hey, like, who was broke? How did we? <laughs> I can't lie. I forgot my class president, <laughs> man. We 
walked into 2015, I remember sitting with Swala, she was like, Jerron, y'all broke. And I was like, what you mean? She was like, but y'all got a good little, y'all got a good little nucleus, but y'all yep. got $20. Yeah, I can't help and then a year ago, we had we had twenty plus k. Okay, lie. Our junior year, we we knew we knew we had no money, yeah, so we just started se- we started selling chocolate bars <laughs> out of nowhere, boy. Every day, chocolate bars. Oh my goodness, we was yeah. on a campaign, boy. Big facts. That was the year I never forget. Like I was like, hey, I'm doing shit for band, but at the same time, like, hey, prom gotta look nice. So, hey, I'll buy this right. shit too. Hey, Who's this? this hmm? was what? Junior year? Or? Yeah, my senior year. Oh, okay, I was yeah. gone. I ain't know. I ain't know nothing about donuts, boy. Senior year, what? You he wasn't there for donuts? Nah, yeah, cause yeah, I think I graduated by then. Oh damn, y'all crazy. Damn, I'm just. And Wallace, like in that little background in Wallace stuff, she'd be like rolling out donuts yeah. on the cart, like. On the cart, like, oh, damn. I was like, listen, this is what we're gonna do. This is how we're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling for a long time. I feel like leadership was kind of my thing. Yes. I don't know, but. For a long time, I was like, this is how we're going to do it. We're broke as hell, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to sell donuts. We're going to sell this. We're going to uh, sell t-shirts. We're going to make merch. We're going to we're gonna sell packages. We're going to upfront these packages so they know that the buses are included mm-hmm. rather than paying separately. So I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I really don't think y'all understand. Like, he was a class president, I think, from freshman year on? From, from sophomore. Yeah, sophomore, yeah, from sophomore, sophomore year all the way through, right? And the progression of our class, like... That senior year, you can tell, it was so elite. I'm sorry, it was like junior year. Junior, senior year, yeah. Callahan's Oh, yes, 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 that is very true. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Justin, I ain't forgetting about Justin. But it was just, it's like, you know, all coming back to me now. Yo, that was like elite stuff. Our shirts was fire. Our shirts was fire. Like, the... Senior jerseys. Uh, like, well, you know, we had the baseball. baseball. Nah, you know. it was hard. Our stuff was so hard. The underclassmen were buying our stuff. Oh, damn. Like, I want this. I've seen jits in my shit. I've seen, like, I've worn it and been out, and I've seen somebody else, and I'm like, you weren't even 2015. Yo, what class did you graduate with? Oh, I graduated 17. Like, hold on. You should even have that. Like, how do you even have my shit? I was gone by then, so I I don't even know. It was like a different breed with that class. I think that's what it all started, honestly. Like, for everybody's trajectory, everybody was in that little nucleus. I think that's where it all started. Like, watching our class, you know, come up from what it was to Mm -hmm. now, I think it instilled a different type of, you know, drive. Right. And everybody Mm. was around that little nucleus. I think just... Just that whole school in general with Strandon yeah, like that whole nucleus. That you, didn't have, like, like, you had to paint stuff, like you yeah. had to paint over cracks. Like we weren't the biggest school <laughs> and we didn't have the materials. It was like, pretty, that, that, that school is, that school still, that school still looks run down. Oh yeah, we, we messed up the pool. So sorry for, oh, yeah. sorry, hey, I'll never forgive y'all for that. Hey, I'll never forgive y'all. <laughs> Yo, y'all messed up, bro. Yeah, I'll never forgive y'all. <laughs> it was someone, they threw Kool-Aid in the pool, right? Kool-Aid and rocks, Kool-Aid and rocks. No, it was, it was, um, I think it was y'all year. Yeah, it was our year. They messed and up we messed up the tent. They messed it up. Like they, we couldn't, they didn't use the pool no more. Yes, we had, yeah. they just opened they, that pool up like they a year. Clogged the pipes yes. or something. The yeah. They couldn't get it out and it was too much money. Oof. Yeah. I'm I sorry. Yeah. Got yeah. <laughs> 2014. Yeah, talking about stuff that killed, like, set back a school. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> that was messed up. That was the one that was like, ah, senior prank game, we got y'all. We didn't even do one. Y'all pour oil on the floor. Yeah. Like, I was like, bro. I love this to start off, but no funny shit. People asking people, like, hey, did y'all do a senior prank? No. No, they tried. They tried, but 2014 ruined it for us. Yeah, like, sorry. We had stuff in Blaine and it was like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it now because look, we're going to get the wrath from the year before. Look, it's because we've seen what happened prior years, especially my freshman year. 
their senior prank. So, you know, we had a pull. Oh, no, 2011. 11. Yeah. 2012 senior prank was pretty good. That was funny. Uh, oh, no, we did do a senior prank. We filled all the halls with balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's God. Water or something like that. And also, we, I think we messed up building 26, the freshman building. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't meant to the magnitude yeah. of... No. no. What they did. Like, I, I don't think it was, it was that bad. bad. <laughs> that shit was bad. Yeah, fuck the pool. The pool was no longer... Okay. Someone yeah. He was out of school for weeks. A long was out. He said, my back. Damn. Oh, them damn kids uh, fucked up my back. I can't. <laughs> I'm a Jew with two kids. Yo, when I heard that, I was, I was like, damn. Yes, he usually said that. Yes. He said, I'm a Jew. I have two kids. I got a wife. Yes. I would say that every day. I love Stylemouth, though, man. I was like, <laughs> out there, bro. We have some really good teachers. I'm not going to hold you. Like, straight ahead for all the crappy uh, kids, bro. The teachers there. Amazing. Amazing. All of them, dog. Like, that history, that whole history group. Oh, oh, Harris, 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 Harris. I had Mr. Williams. Yes, Mr. Williams. He was really, he was dope. And then Juwan said you was on Shark Tank at one time. Oh, so we, we partnered with um, Shark Discovery. So okay. Ocean was, was uh, chosen to do Shark Discovery. Oh, that's what's up. Got the shooting uh, with Kevin Harrington, the original Shark from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that should be coming out this year. So. Okay. That's gonna be so, Mr. Stylop really inspired oh, you, yeah. boy. Yeah. This song was like, what? Oh, my God. I got two kids. about stuff that really, when I saw that, I was like, all right, yeah. Because I think around that time, that was the day that I was like, yeah, no, buy a mics. We got to buy mics. Yeah. And we got to report. Like, whenever we, we were talking about it, it was like a preliminary stages. Yeah. I was talking about it all the time. But I think that was the day that I was like, hey. We got to record tomorrow. We got to record tomorrow. We got to record there. Because I seen people do it. I'm like, we can do it too. I remember that actually. I think you were tweeting about mm-hmm. it. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, let me know when you start it up. I'll be For real. there. Man, they, man, no, later. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, all moving up, man. Oh, we got to fit in this segment before we go. You know, we're doing, we did it last. Okay. Woman, Woman crush, crush of the week. Women crush of the week. Women crush of the week. Oh, no, you could go. You want me to go first? Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, cool. I'm going to go with Vanessa Morgan. She was on Disney Channel. Okay. She was doing My Babysitter. My Babysitter's a Vampire. She's on Riverdale. She's on Riverdale. I'm mad that she's got married to this white man that plays for the White Sox or some sorry ass squad. But, you know, I'm a future director, so future director here so you know one day shoot i feel you man so she was this one was my woman crush last week as well okay. but he refrained so me to one he was like you gotta keep it one Aww. so i had to bring it back around today go ahead so um chloe from chloe and Haley. oh yeah. oh i love oh. it's funny i see something that matthew knows he felt mad he like feel oh. offended that they compared her to beyonce yeah. She's mentored by Beyonce, yeah, so of course. Obviously, Beyonce feels differently. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. I love her to death. Like, Ooh, she's so thick. Oh my god. Like so. Nah, Bailey. Crazy. The crazy stuff. They Chloe. Both oh. fine. They both fine. Yeah, Chloe. Uh-huh. And Haley. Open. Shout out to both of them, man. Yeah, it's something about Chloe. I don't know. It's just the essence, the way she talks. Loves them when he listens to their music, and my son's only about to be one. Right, and I put the I put them on. Shout out to the son. Yeah, like, <laughs> he I knows the right he way. Like, he'll be fussing. I put them on the 
AC be like. The kids all oh, alright. I put the video on, he'd be like, Look, he looks over with the phone. Oh, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, I like her. I was like, I started following her on Instagram, and that's when it took off. I was like, Oh, yeah, no, she, yeah, that's the one. Oh, we gotta get if we ever get them all, Lord Jesus, protect me because. <laughs> To watch our products. Uh, shout out to Chloe and Alex. Whoa. I forgot to hit the name. Whoa. Look at the draw. Shout out to Chloe and Alex. Look at the draw. Look at the draw. They, they emailed uh, Saul mm-hmm. and they were like, we love your product or we would love to try your product. We did a huge order. That and then, shit. you know, we sent in some, Whoa. we also, there were uh, some solutions products as well. So oh, we sent them everything. I'm so appreciative of you guys, Chloe and Haley. You guys, so they support black businesses. Mm. They don't say nothing about it. Zero. You will never Zero. see them on. They they literally was like, sent, I, I didn't know it was real. Mm-hmm. Sent an email. I'm like, oh yeah, hey, mm-hmm. like, uh, this ain't real. Like <laughs> <laughs> but then I from their from their verified uh, Instagram mm-hmm. was like, blah 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 blah. This is the mm-hmm. here's our shipping address. Like, wow, it's uh, amazing, man. I was, I was amazed. Like, when my family told me that, I was like, oh, my. you know, Beyonce probably tried it, so hey, 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 you hey, never I know. know. I, was, I, was I was like, yo, do you understand like the progression of that where this might go like, yeah. down the road? So, just before we even get down there, I gotta break this off. So, <laughs> see, she brought their product, right? Yeah. He's on the podcast. Mm. We just talked about them on the podcast. Woo. Obviously, we're gonna speak facts. Them. Obviously, we're gonna have them. They're gonna be like, "Well, we bought their products. They're cool with them." Oh yeah, we listen. Oh, uh, listening to see what they said. So, you could you imagine if we get a backing from them in that aspect? Let me get some license to some music on my film. I'm no, just saying. Over the top, but yeah, over the top. All right, you man. Oh oh, a woman crush. Yes. So my woman crush for this week mm-hmm. uh, would be. Matea Sweeting. Mm. Uh, I don't know if y'all know her. She, she's a huge TikTok uh, um, influencer and creator. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also on Instagram. So it's uh, M-A-T-A-Y-A mm-hmm. and then Sweeting, as you would spell sweet, and then yes. I-N-G. Yes. So that, hey, listen. I've been trying to work with you for so long. What? Speak. emails are O-D. <laughs> and I don't DM because it, it, I just don't. But you know, DMs don't really work because yes. there I'm sure thousands and thousands. thousands. Yes. So I email. Mm-hmm. Business owners, email. Don't DM. That's but yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm waiting here back to see if you're trying to work. I'm trying to get you in some, some campaigns, some commercials. Okay. Hit me up. But I won't, you know. Hit them up. In a professional way. Yes, yes. And then I'll ask you some stuff. Yes. But like, yeah. Speaking on that, that's like the baby. They was actually, I don't mm. know if y'all seen that interview with the baby, and it was actually about Megan Stallion, like how he works with Megan right. Stallion. He's like, it's uh, business. It's business. Like, yeah. it's business, man. Like, business, man. Like, oh, like, don't understand what he's saying. Like, yeah, I got to get this product out first, but probably on the side, you know he like. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. I seen her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know what that is. Hey, hey, hey you know, he's trying to steal my wifey, man. Crazy about that? You know what's mad crazy? Yeah, that's my wifey, bro. Oh, that's crazy. She's on the follower list. Like she's oh, on the follower list. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Go ahead, pull this shit up because I know I'm not crazy. Oh, it's, oh, it's porn. Yeah, it's porn. Oh shit! That's I see. I was. I seen it a mile away. I was like, look, he's like, yeah, it's gonna fucking rain. I, I don't know if it's Mattia or Mattia. I think it's Mattia. I think I'm gonna go with Mattia. Gotta make sure she's on here. Make sure I'm not crazy. But yeah, she like she look like she like six nine. Six, yes, know. sir. I know exactly who you're talking about. She's on top. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 h
I follow her too. I follow her on TikTok yeah, and on her page. I was following her when she had like 10,000 followers. Like it was 989, 989, 989. But um, she's from here. She's from Miami. Yes. So, yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm in Miami. So, if you want to work, let's work. Yeah, like, I'm a filmmaker. Right. He's a filmmaker. You know, I have businessman. Uh, skincare. I know your, I know you, your skin is immaculate. So, <laughs> Also, Ashley, um, let me pull up the name because yes. we also need to work. Hold on, let me, let me pull I up the name. It. I love it. Uh, so I know Ashley. You know you be doing. You also from Miami, so you be doing your thing. I love the localness. Oh the yeah, local I, try, I try to stay local. Ashley Janae, she's a mm-hmm. she's a she's a personal uh, blogger, but she's also a model. Yes. She has huge campaigns with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ashley, if you're seeing this. I love it. I would love to work with you as well. Yes, sir. You have my products, by the way. You already got. got See, this we already done. Like, and already me. was eighty percent. So, yeah, she was on the I just want to work now. Like, yes. you want to take some images, some, mm-hmm. some product shoots. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just with me, you know. I'm a filmmaker. He's a filmmaker. And. I am very professional. I work with a lot of beautiful women. I'm just like, yeah, but you know, after that, we can actually go out for dinner. Shout out to black women. Black women, yes. I love black women. Okay. Always. Reiterate it, like I gotta constantly reiterate that. This something we gotta get into later on. When we have you on again, we gonna get into it again. Because we want to do that big episode for like, um, just about black women in general. Yes, I was just get on my noggin because I'm saying, bro, we got FTSO. We bring them on. About protecting the, these black and, women, and right? The love for black women, like the, the black queens, like it's, it's something about a black woman that mm. is so amazing. Mm. And not, not to say this is toxic because this probably is because we could talk about this later. It's like I seen a dude, he said, I don't know if I can stay faithful to my own black woman because there's so many beautiful black women. Whew. I was like. I understand the That's crazy. You're going crazy. Yeah, like, but, that's crazy, but I understand where you're coming I, from. I understand what you're I wouldn't doing. do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> right. But I, Don't do it. Wild. I'm it's also like, very, I very faithful. Yes. For those who want to know. He's like, I love black women. Shut up. So I can't, I can't <laughs> to just one. I was like, yeah, you're wild. Right. Because I don't think a black woman is into that anyway. Like, no. He's not going to have another black woman on the side. <laughs> black women are so disrespected, but they're one of the most powerful creatures on this earth. Powerful people on this earth. Shut up. Should I shout out Kamala Harris? Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah. We got she, a, we got a yeah. she's, she's, she's well, American, Indian, she Asian, Asian, everything. She is history. She is history. As a vice president. No matter right. what her policies was, yes. No matter right. what her policies was before or had, we still got to respect her on that aspect. That she's a black woman. Yeah, of course. Let's respect the OG. Yes. Michelle Obama. Like, you know, you can't, you can't say Kamala Harris. You can't say Kamala Harris. Michelle Obama. She is the, oh, she's the original woman in the White House. And you're like. Like, when they looked at each other at the yeah. inauguration, like, you already right. know the looks. I had tears in my eyes. I had tears in my eyes. Like, like girl. Look, who we look, who, look where we came. Like, bro, you never even think, like, that would even be possible that he could throw her on the campaign and then they win. True. Like, I, don't, never I don't think we'll get a black president. That's all different topic. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll tell you, though, we're about to go and tell you this. This is here. amazing, man. So, you want to go ahead and end it up? Um, man? I know you're yeah, I'm probably in it. Do it. Go ahead, man. All right. Spit so, one thing I learned this week, too, I think, like, I, I've been saying this, I'm not broke. I'm financially investing in myself. So, anybody yeah. who thinks they're broke, you're financially investing yourself. Even if it's that $2, $3. You're investing in your stomach or something, so remember that anytime you're spending money, mm-hmm. but spend it wisely, right. of course. Right. Right. 
Uh, damn. Uh, and yeah, just don't say you broke, cause manifest that you financially investing. Okay, well, I, I just uh, someone just told me that recently. Yeah. Don't say, um, don't like, don't say certain words like, "Oh, I can't wait," yeah. or "Oh man, like, I'm waiting on this." Like, no, you are that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't yeah. wait to be rich. You are. Like, you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, I can't wait to have some money in my. You, are, you have money in your account. Like, think about that. Mm. You cannot say atmosphere. You should mm. already claim it because it's already there. Mm. And I've done. I've been doing that for months now. I've been saying, "Oh man." Like instead of saying, "Oh, I can't wait to move into my new place," mm-hmm. oh man, this new place is crazy. Oh, this this new place is dope. Yeah, yeah. This new place got three thousand square feet. What place are you talking about? The one that's coming. The one right. The one that's coming. The one that's coming. It's coming. It's coming. But it's coming. I love that. Yeah. Affirmation. Affirmation. We spoke up a no whole another episode because I really want to get like putting stuff in the universe. Like, yeah. A lot of black people, a lot of people in general, you know don't put stuff in the universe. Three episodes. Right. Like, I'm trying to take this, y'all. I'm trying to take it, y'all. Right. So, man, I really, really, really appreciate you like coming on, man. You don't know Thank how much coming. like this means to me, like mentally, emotionally, all that, like spiritually, like mentally, it's like he's moving up in the world, like he's yes. progressing himself, and to get him on our little platform is something that I was like. That's so dope. Like, right, for real. Like, yeah, you, know you say little, nah, man. Universally. Huge platform. Think about it. We, we already got played in Russia. So. So. Like, don't y'all boo it listening to it? Like, like, I know it. Like, we was laughing. We was laughing, but I'm like, bro, because you're back to somebody's like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's what's up. Like, that's what's up. Like, that's what's up. Like, like, that's what's up. Like, that's what's up. Like, that's what's up. Like, that's Mentally, I just feel like so small compared to certain people. And that's just like a mental thing that I'm breaking myself out of. Like, I'm at the bottom of this little totem pole. And I know I'm going up. Like, I already know I'm going to be up there. shooting up to the skies. We're going to move up. Like, all of us are going to be billionaires, millionaires, trillionaires. Like, we're going to have generational wealth. I pop. Smoke said, man. Aim it for the stars. Always. Shoot for the moon. So, I can't wait. And you know what? No, I can't wait. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. happen. It's, it's coming. coming. We're there already. already there. We're right. there. Already there. I'd love to, I'd love to end that on speaking speaking things into existence. As Always. There, yes. Right? yes. And so you're, you're no longer waiting. You're no longer at this bottom of the toilet mm-hmm. bowl, as you would say. Or, you know, don't compare to anybody. Mm, never do. Because you have no idea what they're going through. Right? They may have been at the same point you were last year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From a personal perspective. Two years ago, I was working at 9 5. I was making $12 an hour. $12 an hour. What? You know what I'm saying? I was working over 60 hours a week. Whew. 80 hours a week. Just to get overtime for four grand. So let's just think about that. Like, And I'm not even where I want to be, but I know that people are trying to be where I am at currently. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yep. You know? So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that made me think about. When I go to work yeah. overnight, <laughs> people trying to be at work all that. Yeah, because I'm making like fourteen seventy, but I don't see it that way. Right. Well, I'm getting a check weekly, so I don't see that thousand dollars. Everybody's thinking a different way. Like you got to think always think of somebody else's perspective. Yeah. Right. From down, that's under, even above you. Some people be like, "What I could give to the back." Right. Like to mm. that normalcy and that they feel like that trade lives or whatever you have. True. That is true. I know. Back to, you know, black wealth and everything. And shout out to, like, you know, being in school with, like, people that you never know who you're with around and classmates, like I said. Because you never know who's going to be the next millionaire, billionaire, next artist, the next filmmaker, the next... Everybody at Shanghai is going to be... It's crazy, man. He was like, I had no 
so much excellence. I'm just now noticing that too. That's the. Just speaking about this on the way, by the way. Oh yeah, always, man. And the case for George Floyd is going on right now. Remember that. Remember that. So keep celebrating. Uh, it's just back excellence. You know, stop the PPP loans if you don't have a business. Please stop. That's annoying. And you know, black people, let's all get together and build up other black businesses and stop investing into things that into businesses that don't really care about us. They don't make hair products for us that much. Uh, their fashion is really not for us, for real. And you know, just build. Let's build our black businesses, and you know, let's all come together and really make that trillion dollar worth something, so we can take over this damn fucking world. Yeah, shout out your business. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Gotta hit off the tag. Say black. Oh no, appreciate you for coming, man. Nah, appreciate you for coming. We're appreciative deep from the bottom of my soul. Absolutely. Everybody. Everybody stay black. Oh, I thought you wanted to say bless. No, no, no. Oh, I, it would have been it would have been right. Everybody, I say stay black, yeah. blessed, and beautiful. Oh, I think that'll work. Okay. Let's do that. All right. All right. Everybody, stay black. Beautiful. What? Blessed. Blessed. Oh my God. All right. You you got your line, Juan. Okay. Yes. Yes. Everybody, stay black. Blessed. Yes. Ooh. Uh, I like that. And we're out.